From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. Here at the end of another crazy news week, which means you know what time it is. It's time for WTF Friday. Yes, my friends, another wackadoodle week in the news. All kinds of adventures in podcasting, and apparently it hasn't stopped all week. Oy vey. But, you know, it's okay. That's what we're here for. And happy to still be celebrating our being named by uh, Feedspot.com, F-E-E-D, as one of the top 20 black conservative podcasters to follow on the internet. And that is something that we take very seriously here. And we're going to do our best to maybe move up, maybe into the top 10 at some point. Who knows? But with your help, we'll get there. Uh, if you want to, of course, send us any kind of correspondence, send us email, shout-outs, questions, comments, what have you, just simply go to inblackandwrite at gmail.com, or you can use our, um, our website, inblackandwrite.net, uh, for news, for uh, checking out our online store, uh, donating so that the show can continue to grow. Uh, I'm grateful for every single bit of it. And we just reached uh, our 200 followers on Getter. Uh, I believe just the last uh, 24 to 36 hours. And I'm grateful for that as well. Thank you, thank you in Black and White Coalition. But my friends, we got a lot on the plate today. So shall we get started? Now, of course, the big news today, uh, one part of the big news anyway, is that New Jersey Senator Democrat um, Bob Menendez, who is the chair of the Senate Foreign, Relations, Foreign Affairs Committee, he actually has been indicted today, um, just wow, hours ago. He and his wife have been uh have been indicted for bribery uh, after a search of Senator Menendez's home found uh, $100,000 worth of gold bars and $480,000 in cash in the senator's home. Now, there are some there's some uh, crazy speculation going on. Uh, as to why all of a sudden now Menendez, a prominent Democrat and a committee and a key committee chairman in the U.S. Senate, is now all of a sudden getting indicted. Now some people would say, and there's no real way to prove one way or another, 
that apparently the administrative state has considered Menendez a thorn in their side, especially when it comes to Iran. So I'm like, hmm, that's interesting because Menendez has not been uh, a quiet critic of what just recently happened with Iran uh, and the exchange of prisoners and a release of some $6 billion uh, to Iran. And now here we have the Americans back, but Menendez was not exactly a, was quiet about it. He was very critical of it. He was also critical of the original Iran deal that happened during uh, Barack Obama's uh, time as president. And that's when the uh, <laughs> first round, actually, of corruption federal corruption charges uh, hit Menendez, and that was in 2015. So depending upon how you look at this, if you're a bit more cynical like I am, yeah, you can see some sort of connection, uh, some type of the t watching the timing of this. Uh, certainly doesn't help. Uh, but yeah, we've got this going on right now. And given what's been going on with the Biden crime family and the mainstream media acting like Joseph Goebbels saying, oh, there's no evidence, there's no evidence, there's no evidence. These are propagandists at worst, intellectually lazy and dishonest at best. Because there is a boatload of evidence against Hunter and against Joe Biden. We have the suspicious activity reports, bank records by the Treasury Department. Uh, are you going to say that those, that bank records are lying? Hmm? No, I don't think so, unless you're an absolute dupe. Uh, plus, you've got the testimony of the two IRS whistleblowers. And they brought a boatload. You have FBI whistleblowers. They too brought a boatload of all kinds of evidence. Uh, and the behavior of the DOJ was certainly put on display by Merrick Garland yesterday when he was... Uh, oh, no, actually, no, not that. Not, not yesterday. Wednesday when he went before the House Judiciary Committee. Then, of course, you have Zelensky in town yesterday, and I'll definitely get to that. But just, no, just stop it. Stop it, silly, stop it, silly propagandists. You're making yourselves look like absolute horses' butts. And you're so full of horse manure, I'm like, oh my gosh, I mean, I have to wear a gas mask if I'm ever around somebody from the media. So that's pretty nasty. Um, but also big news today, Texas Governor Greg Abbott officially has declared an invasion at the southern border by the Mexican drug cartels. This is a story from Gateway Pundit. Now, my one and only question really is, uh, uh, Governor Abbott, what the hell took you so long, buddy? You could have done this so 
long time ago because it's it's even worse now than you know even months ago but still you could have declared an invasion any time within i'd say the last year and what did you do nothing now all of a sudden i'm curious as to why now has governor abbott finally decided to use the constitutional powers granted to him as governor to declare an invasion i don't know what it i don't know what was the breaking point but i'm glad he did something because it's a mess you've got the mayor of eagle pass texas declaring a state of emergency you've got um really a repeat i mean there are so many pictures of of the border and just mountains of people just coming and coming and coming and anybody who tells you that the border is secure is an absolute freaking liar pure and simple and you need to just tell them that to their face they're lying you're a liar you're a propagandist from the joseph goebbels school yeah joseph goebbels was hitler's minister of propaganda tell a lie long enough and loud enough and there will be there will be some people who will believe you and there are it's kind of along the same lines of what's going on right now with the budget battle and i already uh, on yesterday's episode already said that with Zelensky there asking for more money right in the middle of a really bitter and about to get even more bitter uh, budget battle especially when it comes to regu establishing regular order which means doing what they've done for the longest time 12 separate single subject appropriations bills and apparently McCarthy still wants to play games and what makes it even worse now you've got Schumer in the Senate after uh, Zelensky's visit saying that there will be no uh, no funding no CR or anything unless it has funding in it for the Ukraine so this is going to be really interesting are we going to continue to support an invasion on the other side of the world which really has nothing to do with us or are we going to stop the invasion on our southern border which is very real and still going on and at a breakneck speed pace this is why you end up uh hang on a second Oh, rather warm here today. I've got to stay hydrated, but so yeah, it's not that difficult when it comes to the budget battle. Hey, it's a simple matter of when you have five trillion dollars coming in and seven trillion dollars going out, you've got a problem because what are you going to do with the other two trillion? Are you going to act like adults? and cut federal spending i mean it's that simple now as far as the ukraine goes it's very simple 
Here's the American flag. Old glory, stars and stripes. Is that what's more important? Or the blue and gold flag of the Ukraine, are they more important than us? That's really what you're going to have to uh, just talk about. You just have to. Because this is what it's about, folks. This is what it's about. Can we have reality on Capitol Hill? Can we? And, <laughs> and, and right now, I don't see it. But we've got a border that's a mess. We've got D.C. that's a mess. But as far as the border goes, oh, it gets even more fun than that. Because looking at a post, a, a tweet over in, on X, and it talks about Biden grants legal status to half a million Venezuelans. Who, many of them right now, are under the Eagle Pass Bridge. Now, if you don't remember what happened, oh, I'd say a couple of years ago, under that very same bridge, when you saw, when you saw video, all kinds of video, about all of these Haitians that were gathered under the bridge, whoo, they don't want to see that again. And the Biden administration, along with the media, are going to do everything they can to not show you that again because we too many people. Rem I think too many people remember that. You know, just kind of maybe give them a little bit of a reminder of how messed up our border is and our policy and so forth. So it really drives me crazy when I see this on X from a Mario Nafal, N-A-W-F-A-L. I'm sorry if I've mispronounced it, but the post that he puts on here, the 470,000 illegal immigrants will receive temporary legal status, granting them work permits and protection from being deported. This news comes as New York City and Chicago have urged Biden to act. They no longer have the shelter capacity and are running low on funds to handle the influx of immigrants. America's two biggest cities out of cash or low on cash to take care of all the illegals that they invited because they said, hey, we're a sanctuary city. And once again, once again, be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. And now giving temporary legal status to dang near half a million Venezuelans? Whoa, this is messed up, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, severely messed up. Um, ay, ay, ay. But I want to go back, uh, excuse me, to the budget battle for just a moment because I'm seeing things, I'm like, oh my gosh. Are these people really stupid? Story from uh, Just the News. Headline, two House Republicans sit, consider siding with Democrats to fund the government. I'm like, why? Are, are, are you serious? 
So I, I had to look at this story, and I'll just read a little bit of it for you. Two freshman House Republicans say they're willing to do willing to end run their party's leadership and working with Democrats to fund the government as their conference is locked in an internal stalemate threatening to shut down the government. I just went, oh, okay. I, I had to dig a little further here. Representatives Mark Molinaro and Mike Lawler both represent New York's Hudson Valley area district that voted for Biden in 2020 said they're willing to consider using a discharge position to force votes on a short-term funding bill. Now, okay, they're freshmen. They're Republican. They're from New York State. Okay. I can cut a little bit of slack because these are two freshmen. But if they're going to do something this brain dead, you better learn. If you're going to do something like that, and, I mean, it's really brain dead, you might as well just simply switch parties. Because you don't, it's painfully obvious you're not understanding, hey, we are on the precipice of a economic mess. I mean, a full-blown, full-grown, straight-up, white-hot mess. And yet, you want to talk about doing an end run around McCarthy and the leadership, which, frankly, if you just stick around, they'll be thinking more in terms like you are. For You know, they want to basically, oh, you know, make a deal. I said, wait a minute. Ding-dongs, you're part of the majority. If you don't have the stones, if you don't have the steel in your spine to actually do the right thing and act like adults and stop this crazy-ass spending with the weaponization of the FBI, the DOJ, the IRS... Homeland Security, if you're not going to stop it, then it's painfully obvious you you two knuckleheads are part of the problem, not part of the solution. Bipartisanship, for the sake of bipartisanship, is dangerous as it stands. Oh, excuse me. It is incredibly dangerous as it stands. And now you want to do something like this? It's like, mm-mm. It's like, is it any? Is it any wonder that they're freshmen? I, I, I just don't get it. And I know, I mean, I'm not the smartest guy in the room, but I am <laughs> smart enough to know that. Uh, no thanks. This isn't cool. This isn't right. And McCarthy's got enough to deal with. He's already sent home. Uh, the GOP for a couple of days because there's not going to be any votes uh, going on. So apparently next week, McCarthy and whoever else uh, wants to be involved with this nonsense are going to try to come up with another sort of either shiny toy or distraction or whatever because... I'm willing to bet you right now 
that Kevin McCarthy is so PO'd at the House conservatives, he's going to try to do everything they can and use leadership to do it, to try to make all of these, uh, to make all of these people like Matt Gates and the other uh, real adults and conservatives in the in the GOP caucus or in the conference, I'm like, yipes. This is just beautiful. It's sad to watch, but hey, this is not the time to go squishy. Uh, nope, not definitely not the time to go squishy. So if that means, people, you know, some of the uh, leadership needs to be smacked around. Okay, let's do this. But right now, I mean, I'm watching uh, Kentucky Senator Rand Paul make it very, very clear to Maria Bartiromo that he will not at all vote for any spending package, continuing resolution or appropriations bill that gives any money to the Ukraine. Now, already, Ukraine didn't help itself. Oh, it did not help itself at all. Because he, uh, Rand Paul, I mean, there are reports. We have an American journalist, a blogger, sitting in a Ukrainian prison just because he did his job reporting news. Then, of course, it really didn't help when the uh, freakazoid, the American freakazoid trans whatever, who is the, or, or should I say who was the spokesperson for the Ukrainian military, apparently got suspended when she threatened, when she threatened quote-unquote uh, Putin pop, pop propagandists with death, which includes, I mean, and they put Jack Posobiec of Human Events right there on the website. An American journalist, influencer, uh, he's the host of Human Events Daily, and apparently... Somebody got word, and I think it might have been uh, Senator J.D. Vance of Ohio, uh, apparently uh, let Zelensky know that, are you going to let this hit squad kind of go after anyone they think is a propagandist? Because J.D. Vance has been called one, and others have been called one. I mean, heck, maybe, I, I don't think I've gotten there, but I'm not exactly Putin's biggest fan. So it's now a question of, okay, so now I'm glad somebody did this because this has to stop, you know, because here's Zelensky in D.C. yesterday hawking for $24 billion extra dollars and yet, you've got all this going on, American journalists being imprisoned, American journalists and social media influencers being threatened with death, 
and that could have even con, con, uh, could have included members of the United States House or Senate. I'm like, mm-mm. Well, that, but now the scary part is, after all these meetings behind closed doors that Zelensky had with Schumer, with McCarthy, with McConnell, now apparently Schmucky Chucky Schumer, the majority leader of the Senate, is now calling for either we give him the $24 billion or going to shut down the government. I say shut the damn government down. For sure. Because at least you won't be spending everybody else's money for a war that's not ours. Holy crap. I mean, what is it going to take to snap some people out of their delusion and get with reality? Hmm? What's it going to take? If that means you have to shut down the government, then fine. Love it. Not a problem. Now, of course, some people are like, well, oh no, we can't shut down the government. We can't shut it down. The, down. the sky is falling. Everything's going to fall apart. Is it? Uh, people like that, I just want to smack upside the head, give them a Valium, and tell them to relax. Okay? Just freaking relax. Because you've been brainwashed into thinking that government shutdown, bad. Irresponsible spending and keeping the government going, good. You have been. Whether you like it or not, well, admit it or not, you've been brainwashed. No. That's the problem that really makes me crazy, especially with certain types of people. Now, a government shutdown does not mean everything shuts down, okay? Let's get some truth in your head. It's basically all the essential functions of government will continue, okay? People who are deemed essential government employees will still be working, but they'll be working differently. Make some people are going to be there for a couple of days and then they're off for a couple of days and then other people will come in for a few days and they're off for a few days. And when they finally get things back running again, the people, if you're the honest, the non-essential government employees will get their money back. They will receive back pay. My gosh, it's like, Social Security checks will still be going out. You've got mail will still be going out. Other essential government functions will continue. So just y'all, some of y'all just need to relax and chill. Just seriously chill. Because I just do not have the patience to deal with y'all. It's like, you know, and of course, here's McCarthy going and other Republicans. It's like, oh, no, 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 we have to. Oh, no, we can't. We can't close the government. We can't shut down the government. It's like, yes, you can. And yes, you have. 
because your memory is pretty dang short. There was a government shutdown in 2013 led by Senator Ted Cruz of Texas and Senator Mike Lee of Utah and because it was over Obamacare. So there was a government shutdown for a bit. And then the next year, 2014, which was the midterms, nine Republicans, uh, nine Republicans, nine Senate seats flipped Republican, and Mitch McConnell got his job. And so, yeah, this whole bond sense of, oh, we can't shut down the government. It's nonsense, people. Stop it. Wake up. Time to wake up and face reality. It's not the end of the world. Stop being chicken little. Please, for the sake of your mental health and the mental health of others, no, don't buy it. Please don't buy it. So, yeah, we if, it, if a government shutdown means we're going to get responsible spending, yes, and if it means we're going to get uh, a lot of this weaponization and wokeness out of the government and out of these agencies, like the FBI and the DOJ and others, I say, I'm okay with a, I'm okay with a shutdown. I'm totally okay with a shutdown. Because we need adults in the room. And you, my friends, my fellow patriots, MAGA, America First, whatever umbrella or banner you want to be under, keep the pressure on. Keep the pressure on. Keep calling, not just, keep calling the House switchboard, which is 202-225-3121. If you happen to have a Republican who's a little bit squishy, give them a call. Let them know, hey, this ain't cool. It's like, stop this. No money to Ukraine. No more wokeness. No more weaponization. And if they can't deal with it, that's too dang bad. And they could very easily get turfed out uh, next year in the primary. Because we need leaders now. We need real adult leaders who have a firm grasp on reality and all of this other game playing is ridiculous. No money for Ukraine because that's not where the invasion is. I mean, there's an invasion there, but we have we don't have a responsibility to um, to hand out blank checks in perpetuity for a war that's not even our own business. This is between the Ukrainians and the Russians, and they need to sit down and work it out themselves. Jeez, what's a guy got to do? Oh, but anyway, my friends, I think we're just going to call it uh, a day today. Just want to thank you for listening. Uh, also, please, I highly encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on all major, minor, and in-between uh, podcasting platforms. Just find us, follow us, subscribe, 
and be notified when new episodes are put up and available uh, to listen to. So for now, my friends, thank you so much. Have a terrific weekend. Uh, enjoy some football. Uh, but come Monday morning, we're back to work. So take care. Love y'all. And as always, remember, patriots come in all colors. Oh,